0: Yes, we're back after oh way too long. A very long hiatus. Yeah, sorry about that. Life got better of us and uh We've got jobs and shit. You know our life responsibility is something that you know most of these uh wrestlers don't really think about. It's that grown up stuff. Yeah anyways guys, we're back. Sorry about the wait. A um, lot of things have
1: happened since the last time Bill and I got together yeah. and half a well wing on coach is anywhere. We ain't covering Play. No we're lines. not going to cover the lines.
0: Uh, uh, I'm not going to touch the Bruce Jenner, it, whatever no. dude chick thingy. Except the funny thing is, uh, you know, which restaurant is he going to? That's how I know which restaurant he to. But um, guys, we're just you know we want to you know just apologize for you know such a long time between videos and stuff. But we're going to talk about a few things today, um, let's do our normal rambling. We're not at a dining room table because I'm in a new place, and I don't have a dining room table set up yet. Sorry. But we're hour at a table with books and drinking water today. You know. I ain't got no beer. Bye-bye. I just don't want beer.
1: Uh.
0: First of all, I would like to start off with, you know, I, I think in America, we have become afraid of everything. What I mean by that we've become afraid that we're not politically correct enough. That we're not that we, or that we tolerant make, enough. Tolerant enough or that we that some we're afraid that we don't make enough money or we're afraid that oh Joe over here makes a whole bunch of money. Little Sandy Sue over here doesn't have enough. We're just afraid that there's going to be inequality. I mean, it just seems like we're afraid. Not that we're going to even try it. Well, and... this whole country's built on fear, man. That's the way it's always been.
1: It's kind of feared something. Drugs, you fear ISIS or ISIL or ISIL or whatever the hell they are. You fear atheists. You fear gay people. You fear black people. You, you fear, fear Christians. I mean,
0: yeah. you fear what, the white man, the black man, the, the whatever. You know, I, I think... When I look back at history, yes, we were always a prison, but we were also willing to face
1: those fears. No, we're not. We, well, now it is if you got a problem, you should actually talk about it. You don't fix the problem. What you do is you create a hashtag, change your Twitter icon, and make you're your, an activist.
0: Make your profile a rainbow. That's it. You know, there's a difference between talking to someone. Talking with someone. That's the thing is, you know, we do here when we are at dinner talking at someone. We're talking at someone. We even go with that. Goes back. You know, we usually are this us here chilling out at you know a table and just having the good old dinner talk with you know, all you guys and girls. And I just want to go with those two because that covers everything in my book.
1: Long story short,
0: um, but, you know, anymore I said we're afraid that we can't talk to someone we're going to offend them because we don't talk to them then feelings get misconstrued or ideas get misconstrued and it makes things even worse you gotta tiptoe and and walk on eggshells around everything you
1: say because what you might say could be twisted around to offend somebody me i've gotten to the point where it offends you so what i i don't ever ever say something with the intention offending someone, if I do, on the off chance, mean to offend somebody, they're going to know that I'm meaning to offend them and I'm not going to apologize for it. But now we live in a society where if I say something and I didn't mean it in an offensive manner at all, but you take it offensively, then I have to apologize for something that I didn't mean to do, which,
0: bullshit. Yeah, and it's the whole thing of different... The sarcasm. I mean, not snark. Snark's the thing but sarcasm would be like, man, I just want to shoot him in the face. I'm not saying, it doesn't mean you're actually going to go shoot him in the face or you punch him in the face. It just means, like, it's I said that anymore. You know, all different types of things. Really. You can't say, oh, man, that's gay. Yeah. Or, oh, no, that's fencing. Or whatever it may be. I, you put any slur in there. If you're black, hacker, uh, yeah, you can't do it. I can do the opposite. Look, we're even, you know, ending out this or whatever. But you look at the, but you look at this, and we're afraid. And you know what? We weren't afraid to try to go to the moon.
1: Oh no! Hell no! We weren't. What well, hell? We heard the Chinese are trying to do it. We're like, oh hell no! We're going first. And, and you,
0: know, we, you know, we, you know, we used to not be afraid. Perfect example, when um, Reagan was meeting with the Russians and they said basically that we could not weaponize weapons in space, and things like that, and you know what, we did. And we also built other nuclear arms, and we built things up because we just said we're better. And on, you know what, you can say whatever you want.
1: I ain't apologizing for this country's success.
0: No, we are the first, we have done more as a country in the last 200 years. Than mankind has done in the previous 5,000 years. No, nothing really different except for the fact people were allowed to pursue their freedoms. That's what made us different. You, and you know what? In America, if you're born into a poor family, doesn't mean you're going to be in a poor family for the rest of your life. And I got
1: into the conversation once with somebody, and, and I get it. If you're born and both of your parents teach you, to- Hard work, dedication, uh, you know, and, and, and work for what you have and stuff like that. And more than likely, you're going to get that easier to come by as in growing up. And you get that sense of um, responsibility. Now, if you grew up in the ghetto with your great grandparents, grandparents, and mom and daddy, are all living off of welfare or whatever. That's the way you are raised. And yes, that's going to be your life. That's the way that you that mentality it's
0: gonna is, become more natural to yeah
1: because hard work and like that but it doesn't mean you're stuck there it just takes a little more it does take i'm not i'm not going to be one of these people and i said it in the past and, and, and it, you know as you grow you learn and sometimes your views on things they don't change they alter um and yes, I'm not going to be one of these people, oh, you're your mama and your grandmama on welfare and you were raised on welfare. and Just go away and, and pull yourself up by bootstraps. and all that. I'm not going to tell somebody that because that would be like them coming to me and saying, hey, you no know government assistance, let the government pay for everything. I'm not going to do that. That's not ingrained in me. It's like our way of life isn't ingrained in somebody else. But we do need more people instead of talking down to those people. Instead of saying, look, you can do it, just, you know, throw it away and if you don't do it, then to hell with you. We need programs get in there and give them reasons to work. Aid them in getting out of their situation so that they can better themselves. I do know people that have done it on their own. Okay. And and that's, so I'm not going to sit here and say you can't. I'm not going to say that everybody else can.
0: I just a perfect example. It's the idea of if a child grows up with some language, or you're teaching a new language to a person. Teach them as a child they understand that language. But as an adult, if you try to go and learn a new language, it's way harder for us. A child can pick up a new language like that. That's kind of the same concept. You can pick up... If you were raised as a child and you had, you know, the hardworking, successful, or people that were mentally successful I'll go with that versus over even just being successful so you can be successful and make 20 grand a year yeah I'm not saying that you have to make a million dollar a year to be successful that's determined by you and what
1: you deem successful and I think I'm pretty successful I don't make a ton of money I really don't and you know well, those, i all start
0: looking at our videos a lot more clicking the
1: likes then we'll make a whole fun. bunch of videos I need for like, what if they start monetizing, and start. Well, you right?
0: get paid, you like over a million. Yeah. Hey, We've got a little ways to go. Share. Share.
1: Like, Like we got like two, three hundred views. Y'all need to start sharing get. Yeah.
0: Thank you for the views. Hey,
1: thank you, though. And we're just doing a little, you know, shameless self. Ain't shame.
0: It's you know? <laughs> shameless. <laughs> <Where> <laughs> Anyways. On? Yeah, back to the, You know, you don't have to be a multi-millionaire. You don't have to be. You know what? I'm the same. other this. There are no moral advantages in poor. And that's the thing is we have this idea, you know, well, they're poor, they're good people. Like, because, you know. There are a lot of poor people that suck. Yeah. And a lot, a of, lot it, of rich you know, people suck. It's humans. You know, you want to stop classifying people based on race and everything else, you want to stop classifying based on what's in their wallet. Classifying by, based on who they are and what they do. And you know, the whole thing is, like I said, Have this idea that because you're poor, you're more moral or you're not tempted by the world as much. You know what? I think poor people are probably even more tempted because they get money, they get you like your income tax return. Oh, you spend it, spend it, spend it. it. What if you would take that little income tax money you got back, whatever, into a mutual fund every year? A Roth
1: IRA. Oh, I will get you this, man. Look the theory I ran across is that rich people are less materialistic poor people and I'm going to explain that and it makes sense to me it's like say we go out and buy an iPad what does it say like dollars Yeah, dollars $500 dollars i never even bought one say I bought one, but I spent $1,000 on some gadget, okay and I'm going down the road and falls out of my, the back of my truck or in my driveways behind me. Anyway, it breaks. I'm gonna be highly upset about that because that's just hundred dollars down the drain. Now you take somebody like Bill Gates, goes out and buys a thousand dollar gadget, he drops it walking out of the store. I'm gonna be nowhere near as upset because he just turned around and go by nowhere. It, it's it, to me that's materialistic. There, there's people where really don't care.
0: Um, Again, having I mean, that money is giving them a bit of freedom. Now, the difference is also in America. Used to the world, you had riches, and they were held by the kingdom or the king, queen, or whatever. Those are the riches for the country. That's all that country got, unless they were stealing. <laughs> Can't pause this it, game. Gonna... I uh, don't want yeah. to. Anyways, we'll let him do his tuber. You know, IFE. No. Anyways, you look at this, we used to have this idea that there was this amount of pie. That's all the pie you had. i not doing any gang symbols or nothing. And everyone got a certain slice of the pie. And if someone had more, that means the people had less. Well, in America, we generate wealth, we make things out of next to nothing. I mean, look at an iPhone. or metals or whatever it may be and yeah they were swords built before we generate these things and we make them we trade and someone values this thing more than this thing so we trade and it's an increase for each side we don't just have one pie in america we make the pies in america and we're the first country in the world to do something like that for civilization and yes there's been rise and falls and people want to compare us to to the Romans. But even again, the Romans, to get more wealth, had to raid Just other planning places. Broke. Planning Road. Planning Road. Good place, letting the wifey you know is what? It's.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all.
0: You know, those adult priorities, talking to the missus.
1: Oh, yeah, I gotta do that. I
0: gotta do that. The lady, lady worked over
1: today, so I'm not going to just brush her off I love you, but come on.
0: Yeah, like I was saying, in America, we don't just have one pie, we make pie.
1: Yeah, that's a mentality that it's like there's always so much money out there for everybody the to have. If he gets a lot of it, then that just leaves less for me. And that's, not that's not the way it is. If
0: we, increase, if we increase value. We actually build wealth. We're between wealth and money. The problem now is that a pie or a jack. No, oh, because what they've done is they've created more force for that pie. It's exactly what they've done. The idea with that is, is if, for example, when you're paying taxes for loaning the government money, you're paying extra than they give you back in a year, you giving them an interest-free loan, they taking that money, they're taking your dollar, they're printing two of them, and handing that one dollar back to you. Now that one dollar is worth less than what you initially loaned to, but you think it's worth more because, or you think it's worth the same because you're getting back the same money that you. Pay. You can
1: see it's not us making more pies, oh. it's just the government making more pies,
0: and nothing and to back up the bills. Pie. Pillow. pies with.
1: I mean that's one thing too is like you know if I have one pie here, then each piece is is more valuable if i have five pies here but and so that's what makes that one pie worth less i I just keep making pies sooner or later everybody's going to have pies pies are going to be in
0: yeah you got to have filling to go with all the pies like if we have one bag of filling and five pies that's kind of what you're going at okay so versus putting all the filling in one pie or putting it yeah, there's five different pies. Everybody's got pies. No, they got they got they got one cherry in. <laughs> That's it. So and again on that, we have this idea. How do we go with that fear? Is we have this fear that we're not going to have enough. So people want more from the rich. And people in the poor in America don't get it. They don't. And the thing is the poor in America, the average poor person in America as a cell phone even if it's a crappy cell phone has a cell phone probably has air conditioning has electricity most likely has a tv a flat screen at that yeah and some type of game system and refrigerators i don't know what poor person in america i mean a lot lot
1: of times you're going to hear people say Also, because they're poor, they shouldn't have that stuff.
0: That's the wrong way to ask the question. Um, Because America is well off, that is the level of poor that we have maintained. This is why I'm going with that: is our poor live better than 80% of the rest of the world? When we think about poor,
1: I think about dirt floors. I knew a guy when I was when I was going to school. I helped the church um, go carry food during Christmas to the families that needed food. And a um, guy I went to school with, he uh, went into his house. His parents had a press-board house you know, on the outside, had no floor, And no dirt, that's poor. I mean, even even if that family was in today's society they wouldn't have a cell phone they wouldn't have a tv because they didn't have a tv they uh had electricity but they only had a couple of lights strung up just so they could see where they're walking i mean that's that's poor you know just because you're driving a 89 car '89 year car and sitting there waiting in Walmart parking lot for your EBT card to, that doesn't make you and I, I I came up and Bill I, I know I like Bill's uh, what do you call it constructive criticism because <laughs> I come up with theories and I like people and instead of just go hmm. or, no that's just stupid I like somebody poke holes and tell me why my theory wouldn't work <laughs> and I had a, um I don't know the numbers but say you can only you gotta make 15 grand a year to qualify for food and all this other Then the government kicks in you in some money. And that's the problem with our system now is that somebody, because I don't know anybody that can live off 15 grand a year. Okay? Realistically yeah. speaking, of course they're going to need some help. And regardless of either whether it's bad choices that put you in a situation making that much money or because there's just no jobs and you live out in PFE too tall. It's, you're there. That's a problem. And nobody in this country should be that poor. Okay. So, but if you make another five grand a year, that kicks you out of that. So you're not going to get the best. A lot of people don't want to do better. Fucking that. I got to make this much money so yeah. or more, otherwise my, my way of living actually goes down because I make more money. Now I get that, I mean, it's messed up, nobody should be put in that position to either better themselves or stay where they're at and live off of government. So, the way I look at it, of course, and that's where you get the generational welfare too, is that you live there and then it's going the same it's a cycle and you never come out of it. I I had a theory, what they need to do is raise that bar, say you can make 25 grand a year. Still qualify for government benefits. A lot of people are like, oh, that just means there's more people on welfare." I get that. I'm not denying that. And the money that you get is more quantity. You get more money. You don't get $400 a month of food stamps. You, get you don't get. You know, you still get your second And Everybody's like. Well, then that's just, you know, make more people wouldn't be on welfare and all this other stuff. Here's the thing. Of course, a lot of people also like, then I, what I want to do is have more people employed by the government and employed by those, um, what you call them departments to check on the people receiving this help, make sure that they're not abusing the system, make sure that, you know, it ain't some some, some mother that's sitting there with her five kids in her apartment that, I mean, that she do not even know where the baby to her daddies and I mean, the, the daddies to her babies are. But she's got one living with them making $19, 20 an hour. You know what I'm saying, I know someone. But they're sitting there, man, he's working with me, going home, eating steak and lobster because this is baby's mama, living off of Section 8 other crap. That's abusing the system. And everybody's like, well, where are you going to get all this money? See, if you get more people enforcing it, you're gonna have more people being kicked off of it, abuse it. But where do you get the money to pay for all this? And get people stop sending billions of dollars overseas. You slowing that money. But you have 18 month timing. After you qualify, you get your first little food stamp card. 18 months later, you have a year and a half. To get yourself enrolled in some kind of schooling. To do something with your life to better yourself. After that 18 mark, you start losing a percentage of what you're getting. Up until, I don't know, three months later, you lose another percentage. Three months later, sooner or later, you ain't getting that. To me, that gives people a little more leg up to to get where they need to get. But they have a time limit. They can't make it a way of life.
0: see what? Criticize. Now see, I think we're approaching this the wrong way. And I'll give you a perfect example, and this is—I don't support the Mormon faith. This is what the Mormons do when you have someone that comes off, they have someone coming off the street that's poor. They a family literally adopts them, and they teach them how to do things like make like bags of food, rice, and just you know, simple meals. Me. They teach them how to do a lot of these things and utilize what they have They give them a skill set. Now I'll use an example of one of the welfare reforms that is working amazingly well. Maine recently um, modified their welfare system and um, if you're on assistance they pay for two years of college or a vocational trade in Maine. Or if you utilize you that, or let's say um, you don't want to do that, you're just working. If you're working, you can maintain your welfare also. If you're making under the limit, you know whatever. But if you're not working, you have to do 25 hours a month community service. selling' so, like, I ain't We're working for welfare program. And what this means. We like, oh well I'm live in a rural area, I can't do that. You literally just go down to your like local annex or something and say, I'm gonna go pick up trash for four hours. And then you go pick up trash for four hours, you know, six times, plus an hour or so, you got it. The problem is, is I don't think if you give them real money, they're going to value that money. Same thing when you get like a sixteen year old car. Yeah.
1: Don't do nothing to earn
0: it. don't do to earn it. That's the problem is this even if you give them more money, I don't think it's going to work out because they don't have... As you know a lot more, when your mom and daddy or whatever, someone gave you $20, it felt a lot different when you earned that first paycheck. Yeah, and I'm going to that out. 20
1: bucks versus if I earned it. I'm going to I'm I'm be conservative.
0: And that's where I think that's one of the things I see in the is you still don't have the value behind what that money represents.
1: I would also think that... In order to, to qualify, you either have to work for welfare, you have to do something, enroll yourself in some kind of grade school
0: or have a job. That, that right there is a perfect qualification. And this is honestly awesome. what I think. I think you need less of the federal government or the state, state government, government, and especially the local government. And what I mean by that is the federal government they're so trying to push right now, is trying to push for everyone in the United States can go to school for the first two years free. Well, Tennessee already has that, but it's what? It doesn't cost the taxpayers anything. You know why? We fund it with the lottery. So it doesn't, if I don't want to put, pay for more of it, I just don't pay the lottery. And you know what? It's working out fine. People are willingly paying for it, no one's forced to pay for it. But on a federal level, how you don't have the states controlling where the money is going, you have the federal government dictating this. And you know America is unique in this way also. We have 50 different countries, really sovereign states. That are you got? Yes, you got Puerto Rico and stuff that are not technically states and territories, but you have little different countries inside of America. I can tell you right now, if you go to New York, it's different than L.A. And if you go to Nashville, it's even different than Huntsville. If you go to, you know, Salt Lake City, it's different. I think It's, it's like ten like gun laws. Gun laws, for instance. My boss said he went down in Alabama
1: his permit. He just had to go to the courthouse. Yeah, it's $25. It, yeah. It's like, like $25. You go in there and they do the background check and close stuff, and
0: boom, you got your permit. It's recognizing like... Other states, or six other states. Alabama doesn't have many of states because of that.
1: Because of the ease interest. of it. But here in Tennessee, you gotta go. I to pay what hundred dollars? Yeah,
0: it's about two hundred. It's it's about fifty dollars for the class, about the two hundred fifty for the whole registration. That's process. the reason why I don't have my permit. Just because, hang on. Oh, but in which also, but also, Tennessee's recognized in like sixteen Everywhere, states. Everywhere, yes. Yeah. Now, whole this is where the NRA is trying to push it to be. And this is the one thing I am going to touch on the gay marriage. Thing. The one thing we'll touch on. If the federal government wants oh, really? to say, wants to say, okay, it's a constitutional right that you're able to be married to whoever you want. Well, and it has to be recognized. By and it has state. to be recognized by every state. If I get married in California, if David and I got married in California, have to recognize it in Tennessee. So theoretically, you're saying if it's a right issued in the Constitution should be recognized in every state. According to the Constitution, I have the right to carry. That means it should be recognized in every
1: state. Well, see, also fall underneath the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution? The papers and effects or something like that from one state should be recognized in another state. That's the reason why I never could understand this whole one state recognizing somebody's marriage in another state not is because it, by the Constitution it should anyway. It wasn't because I, I was married, that has nothing to do with the way I thought about it. It was the fact that who have a legal marriage license in one state it should be recognized in another state, no matter if you're gay, straight, whatever. But so should a,
0: a handgun permit. Well, the difference is they got into a bit is because the marriage license was by a state and not by a federal authority, get into a little bit of the idea of the uh, sovereign where you can't have a, a state can't impose its laws on another state because I say you, because Tennessee let's say it says you can't go five miles an hour doesn't mean you can't go 45 miles an hour yeah let's we get into a little bit of that but even then I think the government needs to be out of marriage completely anyways yeah. all these marriage laws that about weren't even into place until after the civil war
1: i mean and even though i married myself i don't believe that because there is incentive to get married in this country which i feel is a good thing because it's finally it's one thing that um still promotes the family unit is the federal tax cuts
0: but if we had a Flat tax. Yeah, flat tax? We don't have to worry about that. Because yeah, okay. you don't get nothing back. And real quick, if we and you just did card. a flat tax, we could do all your taxes on a postcard. You don't understand... the average mean, no, you probably do, because our viewers are more intelligent than the average. <laughs> well, I mean, hell, even if the laws
1: of the tax could be written on an index card, which is everybody making money pays 100%. No.
0: And this is where... Okay, I'll go a little bit on the biblical side. The reason why you need to do a percentage and not say... To pay a hundred dollars, because then that makes you evaluate your money, and this is what I think how you should do on flat taxes. I think you shouldn't take it out of your paycheck for everything. Else. I think at the end of the year you should have to write a check. That way you have to be more accountable. And I think it should be one month before election. <laughs> <laughs> one month before the elections, that's when you have to write whatever you made for ten percent, and you hand that check. And then, because it's the idea of slowly taking something away, you probably notice it. Yeah. But if all of a sudden you take a four thousand dollars out of your bank account, that. you notice that. I mean, of course, it's
1: like you know, I would be cool with them if they said, hey, you know, we're just taking nine percent, and you can but We can't have So, 9 percent out of my income every year. You don't get any of it back, you don't get any tax breaks for being married, stuff like Just, that. Just period. That's another thing I, I, I think is so messed up about this. We do everything to, what's the opposite of incentive I don't know. You know. We promote the breaking up of the family. Yeah. We do in this country. It's, it's you know, if Bill and I were physically and chemically and emotionally, are well, able to. If we had a child, <laughs> we could have a really ass kid. <laughs> I have bigger
0: hoo haws or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> say, <laughs> I was offended every single time. So sure, probably
1: none. <laughs> knockers, <laughs> knockers hoo haws, bazingas, uh, high ties, whatever, whatever. we we'll call Um. Say we had a child, or say mom and dad have a child, and they stay together. Yes, they to get a tax break. Some kind of money, a whole lot for being married. It's not even that you get money; it's just more money that they don't take. And then, but if you split up, and that's what I was telling somebody about. I made that that video. I think I posted it on our, on our Facebook page. Is that it's so easy, it's so there's a lot of motivation there to get forced by date. Um, used to be. Once once you had a family unit, you had kids and everything, you had two income house, it um, gave you a reason to stay together because neither one could know me. it was like, you know, if I if I leave them unless they were and you didn't get divorced unless there's a dire reason to do it. So, but now a, you know what, I'm just tired of this old nagging hag I'm just going to bounce out And I get my kids every other weekend So I might be a part-time daddy And give her a couple hundred dollars a month. I can just go bar hopping and whatever And I'll be a free single
0: man again Woo-hoo. Okay, So he just does it because it's easy Or you know, vice versa I mean, I know a lot of women I actually know some f- that Literally just giving their kid over to their dad Because they still think they got the hot stuff
1: You're a 20-year-old, 40-year-old and or and with a woman to be like you know well, my man don't pay me attention anymore. he don't love me no more. that's a little sexy ten year younger than me Puerto Rican over here that calls for a living I got it I want it so I'm willing my husband when I leave my husband um to pay me money and if I don't work more money he gets a better job he's gonna have to pay me even more money and what the money that he gives me doesn't help me enough. The government can help me out because they will because i'm a
0: poor pitiful son.
1: and then what happens is it's just easy it's easy there is no more i don't want to leave because i can't make it on my own
0: no, you know, I, think I think on that same even backtrack further than that we don't take into consideration who we marry anymore what i mean by that is it's easy to get a divorce. I mean, it's easy to get a divorce, and there's no shame involved in that. I'm not saying. Couple years
1: later, if you ain't happy.
0: Just get a divorce. Whatever. And I'm not saying to people that have had serious issues in getting a divorce. You know, I'm not fucking you. My mom's been divorced. I grew up a single mom. I've been, I've been divorced. No. I'm remarried. But when there is no, and I don't mean on a religious level, but on a on any type of level. Sanctity. So- uh, no, I think that there's, there's, there used to be a sanctity marriage. I don't mean this as a religious aspect. I mean to the fact of you didn't just marry Cindy Lou down the street because you thought she was cute. Cindy Lou who? Lou- who? Lou- 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 Whatever. <laughs> I'm going I'm gonna start reading <laughs> some Dr. Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> but you get know what I'm saying. Yeah. You didn't just marry her because you thought she was cute. You married her because, oh, you courted her for, you know, Two years, you met her family, the family knew you, you dated for three years. And you married him because you loved her, and you wanted to spend your life with him. And that marriage wasn't based on, oh, he doesn't pay me enough attention. Oh, he thinks my butt's big. It, yeah, you know, we all talk about that stuff and everything else. But that marriage was on a different level.
1: See, I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some marriage. advice. <laughs> The problem with a lot of people, after they've been married for a, for a relatively short amount of time, considering how long they're supposed to be, is you run into this situation, it's pretty typical. It doesn't apply to everybody, I generalize, I know I generalize, and if the situation doesn't apply to you, then it doesn't, but if it does, then it does. You run into what they call the rut. Go about your ways. When you come home, you sit down, you eat supper, you watch TV, and you go to bed. And then from that, you got two different kinds of you got from the man side. She just doesn't give me any more physical attention than she used to. She doesn't clean the house like she used to. She don't keep herself up like she used to. She don't put on makeup like she used to. She don't do all this other crap that she used to do to try to get you, okay? And then you got the woman doesn't pay me emotional attention anymore. He doesn't listen anymore. He doesn't tell I me mean, he loves me. He doesn't buy me stuff like flowers and candy. And like he did whenever he got me. And that causes a lot of people to split up. And I'm not one of these because you can go you can try to rekindle the flame. That works about every six months. But it's going to die. Okay? That's that's called marriage rub. Some people don't like it but some people i'm quite comfortable with it uh, but every now and then you do got to make sure that you not really rekindle the thing but remind your partner of why they're with you because it's easy to forget today in the world of facebook's and twitter's and all this other crap it's so many distractions and i'm not saying go out and buy her a 10-carat ring every six months when she gets mad at you know, because if you're mad at each other you just you gotta get over but that's what happens, like fishing, like I said, there's a whole lot of fishing to see. cast that lure out, that nice little shiny lure, It'll come swimming, 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 when latch on a nice the lure you really mean you put him in the boat, like, huh, well, you got them in the live well, but that happens in marriage, that dies a and that's the reason why you, when you get married, you have to find somebody that will we'll stay in those trenches in that rut with you and that will actually be honest with you. Not paying them attention or whatever will come up to you and say, look, I'm feeling kind of ignored. I'm feeling like that or whatever. I just want to let you know before it becomes a problem. And that way you can give your partner the opportunity.
0: And do this before it becomes an problem. Yeah.
1: And, and before you end up going out and finding somebody else, just whenever you start getting that feeling, when you get that, you know, you're sitting down on the couch going, you oh, know, this kind of sucks. That's when you go to your partner and you go, know, look, you know, I, I'm not saying you're doing a bad job. I'm not saying you're a bad wife or a bad husband or any of that stuff. I just want to let you know how I'm feeling so that you know, mainly.
0: This goes back to being afraid. i person like, well, they're going to be upset at me because I said something. Like, oh, they're upset at you when you had to start yelling. Or whenever you're,
1: you go screw around on them, and they're like, "What I do?" Well, you don't pay me attention. You don't do this. You don't do that. You're not a freaking bed no more. I never found somebody, and you don't love me no more. And that's a problem.
0: I'm telling you, guys, we think differently than ladies. And I have a program of this. One of my the uh, associate pastor at my church actually doing marriage counseling with an older couple, and one of the complaints was the woman said he doesn't tell me he loves me anymore. And the man, old face, looked at her and said, I told you once, if it changes, I'll let you know. <laughs> that's beautiful. And that's how he thought. That's how he thought. He's like, I said it once, I, it once. I don't need to say it again. That pretty much covers everything of that. She didn't understand that. After that, I'm sure they worked things out and figured it out. But, we guys, we think differently. We don't always think to. Oh, she got her hair cut today. We think, oh, she got her hair cut today. Cool. Don't even say anything about it because...
1: Yeah. That's, that's one thing that I men need. You know, that's something that... And, and it's... I'm not saying that you got to tell you you beautiful every day. You're right. Yeah. I'm not saying that you have to text her every two minutes, I love you, I love you, I love you. I, mean, I, I do. wife. Oh, not because I feel like she needs that attention. I don't... It's just that's my way of reminding her, and you know, you know, there's plenty of days, and I need to respond to. Too, is that I see her and I think, she oh, she's
0: hot.
1: Don't tell her, because men have this issue with we just don't talk, yeah. and that's the time we don't listen. But it's that's one of those things that you have to recognize, instead of and put, put your pride away a little bit, and and say, look, love you look good today. Guess good on
0: you guys look good or something, I don't know. Yeah, whatever it may be. Just simple things with simple compliments like that. And at the same time, I also dated a girl for a while, and I've been married, I can't speak too much on this. But I'm not the type of guy, I couldn't do the I text you know, text thing, I love you 10 times a day. It's, I'm going to say I love you in the morning and in the evening. That's how the type of guy I am. I may do it but, while I'm at work. And Just bless people. her. He went, she's a good girl. And she was her heart was saying, she's making girls like, I mean, literally every hour. It was like, this is old school phones. It was like texts like this long, like multiple pages of texts. And it got annoying.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Because it was too much. It was like having an entire tub of icing on one cupcake.
1: <laughs> Icing's good, but you can't have too much of it. You know, what time. I'm saying
0: it was way too much icing, not enough cupcake. This is, I'm the fat kid, you can tell. I ain't too sure it's like, And that's where I think it's different between... Now, there's probably some guys that love that. Yeah. And there's, and the thing is, I am not that type of guy. And you know what? It didn't work out for us. And me and the girl were actually still friends. Still talked to her. But... I know I couldn't be with her because she wants someone who's going to be that guy of texting back every hour or so. When I'm at work, I don't really text. I mean I know.
1: I, just, I try to text him like, Hey Bill, we'll get together tonight. Hours later. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now a lot <laughs> of that is because well, I'm at work and my boss is paying me per not text. <laughs> And also, I don't have service with my phone in certain parts. Oh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> and, that, and that's cool. That's the reason why, and that's why you gotta know who you're with too. I know, I know that if I text my wife, sometimes she's busy. She's not gonna answer me back right away. She may ask me back an hour and a half later or something. And you don't get mad. And, and I wanna tell you something too. every little like this. This is like a little Doc, Doctor Phil. It is. <laughs> Most men, they're with you. They're not going to say something with the intention of it. Okay? It's not because they just don't want to fight. Most men don't like to argue. There are some out there that do. Some of them feel like they need that drama just we as
0: much. We you don't to like, much. like to lose, but, but we either. don't want to fight.
1: Yeah. One of those. I mean, there's plenty of times I'll be like, I don't agree, but i'd be with you or whatever and but most of the time that's not it but if you if most men aren't going to say something with the intention of pissing you off unless they you're going to know it. because i mean i'll be the first one to say, look i'm going to say something that's going to probably piss you off that means that i'm prepared for it to piss you off if i just say something i don't mean to piss you off and, but and that, that's where a lot of people, like, they're always on the verge of waiting for the person to leave, waiting right? for a reason to leave or something.
0: the thing is, you know, and we also take things to heart differently. Uh, I'll try to get the meme up on our Facebook. I saw meme one time. I know we were social. Anyways, and it had this letter to so-and-so. It was one of relationship advice letters and here so-and-so some advice. My husband isn't paying much attention to me. He looks off in the distance when I'm at home, and he just doesn't seem sad and upset. And I think he might be cheating on me because he doesn't want to pay any attention. He's like he's thinking about something else. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking about leaving him. What should I do, Miss So and So? And and the and the boyfriend writes motorcycle today won't start. Can't figure out why. That's <laughs> it. Usually, whenever y'all are thinking that we're thinking about something
1: big, yeah.
0: that's guess what? We might not even be thinking anything at all. We're just gonna be like, why was that oil filter so
1: well, on?
0: Why did my mechanical pencil mess up on me? Something, it, it, and it'll be something we'll think about. The thing is, all times, I mean, it's been proven, men can't think about nothing. nothing. <laughs> no, not. no, I'll just be sitting there, and what you talking about. Are you mad? No. <laughs> neutral. I mean, it's, it's, it's neutral. It's completely neutral. very neutral. We are just coasting along in life for a few moments. Let us have it. It's relaxing. <laughs> and that's something, though, that's been going on for ages. We can, you know, preach about it all day on here.
1: Oh, but I want to tell you something. This is the best advice I can give anybody, and this is not just relationship advice. This is just human advice. When somebody says something, your first reaction is to punch them in the throat, jump down their throat, or yell at them, or, you know, what did you mean by that? Ask them, what did you mean by that? Most of the time, a lot of my arguments and confrontations happen because the other person did not hear what you're trying to say. They heard the words that came out of your mouth they do didn't hear what you meant i mean it's like most of the time if i tell it'd be like you looking at bill and look at that all right this cup right here it's, it's got a weird little melting thing on there still going oh what you think my cups is crappy huh is that the problem you think i'm poor huh is it because i'm fat no, no. i'm just saying there's a little <laughs> thing it, on it, it's, the it's work because they got hot in the dishwasher
0: <laughs> i mean that's that's the problem i mean this is is more so in our culture than ever because we're doing more, more texting, mm. basically. And you could not convey in, what's the, What's the word cool before? Emotion or sarcasm yeah. or anything. Oh. I was texting a girl that I used to do a lot of cooking with my church group. I still do occasionally. And I was texting like she's like she told me she, I didn't need to do it that night. I said, okay, cool. And she said, you know, we don't really need so on and so forth. And I was joking around. Oh, I guess you're just you know the queen of the kitchen. And Ooh. she took that as me being like, oh, I guess you don't like me. And it was literally, me I mean, it's trying to be sarcastic and funny, calling like her the kitchen.
1: Even if you put, ha
0: ha ha, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, it doesn't come across. still like, oh, now you're just being a big ass. <laughs> and this is how much more connectivity do we have with our people on the internet when anyway, do there's a difference between sitting down and talking to someone and texting him. Between <laughs> calling someone and texting him. Now, the text is good for the quick little done. I love you. Bye. Whatever it may be. But if you're trying to seriously convey some emotion, and the other person, and you want the other person not to get you wrong, you probably should call them. Yeah. Or talk to them in person. I mean, I introduced David today to one of my good friends, Garrett. And there's a difference between saying, hey, on Facebook, this is Garrett, then sitting down, we were sitting down drinking a cup of coffee. And, you know, we got to have a great conversation. That's why we're starting this a little bit late. But, you know, that's there's a difference between that relationship. I don't mean like sexual, I mean like a person-to-person relationship of just sitting down, talking to that person, seeing the, you know, hand. I, I do it a lot, I know, I talk with my hand. Actually. Facial expressions, hand motions, the body language behind it. You can't see that on text. That's one of the reasons why I think so many arguments happen, especially on the internet. And that's another thing, people. I've never been married, but I believe this 100%. When I get married, I am never posting any of my marriage rep- marriage problems oh, online. Lord,
1: no, no, don't do that. Stop
0: with that stuff.
1: Quit well, bringing a my- drama to Facebook, y'all.
0: My boo went out tonight left me home alone. My man's a piece of shit. Cause
1: guess what? You're going to live with that.
0: Yeah, and then the nothing people don't understand.
1: Call your girlfriend up. Call your boyfriend
0: up. Yeah. Nothing. You know what? Once you post it online, it's kind of there forever.
1: People will screenshot that shit? live yeah. what your yeah. own that shit. <laughs> Hi, Yeah, he's talking to the lady. No, oh, we're gonna
0: rest. He's talking to the wife. Anyways. I just wanted to get back on this. We're going to try getting this more and more frequent again. Not be, I don't know, eight, nine months behind on the video. But ladies and gentlemen, there's this personal responsibility. And that's what I think all this boils down to. The welfare thing, the personal responsibility. You know what? When I had my motorcycle accident, my mom helped me out. My church helped me out. My best friend Alex helped me out.
1: You wrecked because of tires. I wrecked because... It was the tire manufacturer's fault.
0: Oh, my goodness. Motorcycle's fault. My fault. My fault. It was Mother Nature's fault because there was rain on the road or something. You know, there was gravel on the road, so it was the person that put the driveway in. No, it was my fault because I was being. But you know what? I had people that helped me out. They weren't going to help me forever. But I knew it was my fault. I could have gone on welfare, I wasn't making anything you know what? As soon as my hands were healed up, I was back working. I was at a little appliance repair place. not doing much because my hands were still weak, but I was back working, and my the biggest argument I ever got into with my dad is he told me, and he got pretty heated about it, that I should get on welfare, I should get all my medical bills paid for that way, so on and so forth, because I could, and I said, but I don't need to. I'm working enough to survive without it. And my dad and I didn't talk for about six months after that why because that whole loafer thing kind of rubbed me wrong I said all this boils down of personal responsibility from your finances not a corporation's job to make sure you earn enough money huh. One, um, two your relationship is you and that other person not you and anyone else and you gotta take responsibilities for your actions in that relationship So-and-so told me I should do this. So-and-so in your relationship, there's no relationship in the world that's exactly like any other relationship because everyone is different. Mm -hmm. His relationship is different than your relationship, anyone else's relationship, my relationships, if I had some right now, which, by the way, I'm single. (laughs) Get on YouTube. and do FaceTime. You know, whatever. Anyways, you know, none of this is going to be the same between any two people, any three people, any whatever people. I don't know I even mean this in just, you know, the dating or the sexual or the marriage or whatever. You got to take personal responsibility. This goes for apping it up, paying your taxes, paying your bills. You know what? I will give one amazing piece of financial Device. You want to get out of debt. You want to get seriously out of debt. I can help you yeah. that. Pay for everything with one dollar bills. Dude. And what that does? I know the twenty goes quick. Pay for everything with a one dollar bill. You will physically feel that dollar leave your hand each time. Just saying. Makes sense. And when you have that physical feeling, you feel that personal weight of putting that dollar down. Oh, and make a disclaimer right here
1: relationship problems, and some thing right here isn't, I'm not just coming all at it from personal experience saying that this is my relationships that I've been in or that I can be in. Right. I'm just saying I'm a generalizer. General generalizer. I'm a generalist. <laughs> I'm a generalist. That's what I do. And yeah, this, we this have to label it. everything. This comes from observation of other people's Facebook, because people feel like they need to put everything on Facebook. Okay, yeah, I post pictures of kids on there. I post pictures of my wife on there, my dogs, and all sort of crap. But I don't put any kind of real life problems, or personal issues, the people, anything like that, on Facebook. I may put a general statement out there. And if that general statement applies to you, shoe fits. Lace that bitch up. You wanna know walk on over
0: here and talk to me about it? Yeah.
1: If if I tick you off about something,
0: I'll it. You, you know what? Quit being a key, you know we're you know, keyboard po- yeah keyboard warrior. There's some people out there. You know what? Go out and live that life. Worry about earning that money. And I don't mean go out there and be the thug of life. No. Make your paycheck. Get that $20 from owning a yard, whatever it may be, and every single bit of this is a personal responsibility. The other thing is, America, we don't have that anymore, and that's the biggest problem. We don't hold anyone responsible for buck. anything, and everyone wants to blame the rich because they're the 1%. It's an easy target. It's an easy target.
1: I mean, so, I'm not going to blame my neighbor who makes this as much as I do that I'm poor can't do that. Blame somebody that you're never going to come in contact with. You're not going to come face-to-face with. You're not going to have to actually say the words to them. Because the only way that they will say the words to us, is they get a whole bunch of their little lackeys behind them and you can And you know, sit outside of their hotel and be like, Oh,
0: the rich suck! The rich and suck! I, I think I might have posted, I don't know if I did, but there was a, a protest and the guy was holding his check and he said, for one week's worth of work. Better job. No, (laughs) no, he said, it said, like, how can you live on this? Okay, if you're making minimum wage and you're only getting $100 a week, you're not working full time. Mm.
1: Get you another minimum wage job.
0: You know why they're called minimum wage jobs? Minimum wage. And I will tell you this right now. Personal responsibility. Again, I worked at McDonald's for two years. Every McDonald's is set up with a training program back. You can take what's called CF, it's a type of certification courses. And the more you take, the more you're going to get on your raise. It's every 9 months. I started out at 725. After 2 years, I was making about $10 an hour. Why? Because I took every single one of the certifications I could, and every time I get a I'd get a raise. I got more than the 15 cent raise. Why? Because I put a little bit of personal possibility, 30 minutes a day, once a week.
1: What's it's like? Where I work right now? I've been there three, I think, four years or something like that. Today I'm making just as much money as the day I walked in the door. I'm not complaining. Why? I chose that job. You know what I'm saying? If I want to make more money, I'm a boss and ask for my money. He says no. I'll get a job that pays me more. But what I can't stand is people that are going to sit there and complain about how much they make. No, I ain't got a raise in ten years. Um,
0: do something. Have you talked to your boss? Have you tried to get more? Of if not, find another job.
1: I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you have a job.
0: And by the way, me a job? I know where there's at least eight jobs right now. They're paying twelve, fifteen an hour. You're
1: willing I know right one now. now. I know one right now. You can make $12 a night uh, working 8 hours to 12 hours a day, 6, 7 days a week. That's money. You now, me, why, you're like, why don't you go do it? Because I don't want to. That's the thing about being in America. I don't want to, but I'm not going to sit here and bitch and complain about the situation I'm in. I could go out there. My job, listen, you know, it pays good, but not great. It offers other benefits. You know, if I'm in the middle of the day, my kid gets sick, I can leave. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't get penalized for it. And you know what?
0: I'm working a job right now that I don't want the position I'm in. I didn't even interview for it. But in my position, I showed my employers that I had more than that, or a different position. And I took every opportunity they gave me to do something else. And now I'm getting the position that I want. Why? Because I showed them that I'm more than just the position they gave me. You have to do that, man. Is, man, it, is it their fault that I got the position? No.
1: I never think you're worth more than what somebody's offering.
0: The market determines the value. You determine your value by your skills, amount of work you want to put in. I guarantee you, if you showed up 15 minutes to work every single, if you show, okay, if you show up before the boss enters and leave after the boss leaves, I guarantee you, the boss will notice that.
1: If you come in 15 minutes late, leave 15
0: minutes early every day, the boss is gonna notice you. So think about where your personal responsibilities lie and your priorities lie. Ladies and gentlemen, it just all boils down to that. You could solve. I'm pretty sure you could solve ninety percent of America's problems if you introduce personal responsibility. responsibility. I mean, yeah. you can legalize marijuana. You can legalize everything. Personal responsibility. Yeah, because then a lot of
1: people are like, well, if I legalize marijuana, then a lot of people are gonna lose jobs and stuff like
0: that. Well, then that's what we, when they know their job, don't tolerate it. Personal responsibility. It's not the government's job to regulate your personal responsibility
1: protect you from yourself and your dumb ass choices <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I mean that's what, that's what piss for PIT's yes. <laughs> in the face baby <laughs> well, anyways guys and gentlemen thank you for watching thank you for sticking with us i have put out a new video for a while but we're trying to get this more regular and not video a year
1: <laughs> we do appreciate it like I got say hit us up on Facebook Twitter. I'm even on buy now. Oh, we got a I buy- haven't posted nothing on Vine no and yet. Do we? Do we got a Tumblr? Or what?
0: What, what is <laughs> No, Tumblr? we
1: don't. Tumblr. Someone explain to us what that. Tumblr
0: exactly is. It says
1: Instagram and Tumblr, so I just-
0: yeah, my little sister I think has an Instagram. But anyways, new one. Thank you so much. Hit us up on YouTube. Feel free to post questions you want us to talk about, even if they're the dumb ones like, why do you cut your hair the way you cut your hair? Billy, really? what do I like without a beard? I don't know. Just put it out there. So, I think that's what we should end it on. Thank uh, so, you. This
1: is a vine. Check it out.
0: I new, new vine. vine. vine.
1: Oh, hold on man. I gotta start it. How the hell does is... it? I can't even figure it out.
0: Oh, are you vining? Oh, I gotta hold it down. You uh, gotta hold it down. down, hey! hold it down. Bye. Bye. yeah. <laughs> see. That's how you do that. Anyways, I'm gentlemen, Get out there. Have some fun. But remember, personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. Whether it be financial, sexual, relationship.
1: Hey, I don't know what I'm doing here.
0: Don't know what we're doing. Someone hires an IT guy. Oh, I'm an IT guy. Oh, I'm gonna share it on Facebook. <laughs> this is so weird all right ladies and gentlemen i think that's all we can do for tonight he has to get back to the misses. i gotta get a house like up, put together and maybe have a table set up next time nice anyways thank you again so much for all your views post questions we'd love to hear back from you probably do it it's just a talk back to you. i don't mean talk back as in like a little kid talking back to daddy i mean as yo mama yo But we want you to talk to us and us talk to you back and forth. This is a dinner table conversation. That's what we do, yo. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, good night. See you next time. Peace.